0: listening to Treat Your Business with Katie Bell, the podcast for health and wellness business owners that want and need to give their business the treatment plan it deserves and needs so that you can create more time back in your lives to give you the income you deserve and work hard for and to create more freedom and flexibility in your lives to enjoy the things you love to do. Whether you are a physiotherapist, an osteopath, a sports therapist or maybe a Pilates studio owner, I'm determined to share with you bite-sized episodes full of tried and tested tips from my own real experience of growing a successful physiotherapy and wellness clinic and from working with many businesses to do the same. So if you're tuning in and feel like you're on a hamster wheel of patients, admin, life, constantly juggling, working and being with the family and feel like you're doing a rubbish job at both not making the income you thought you would by running a business and generally feeling overwhelmed with everything that you have to do, then keep listening. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Treat Your Business podcast. I am super excited because I am joined today by Joe Pereira, who is the founder and director of Purpleberry Jobs. Now, many of our listeners are struggling to recruit in our industry right now joe they are um they are putting ads out there they're not getting much response or they're getting a lot of response from people that aren't perhaps appropriate um they're struggling to write good good um sort of job adverts and every everybody we seem to be talking to and we seem to be we're coaching having this reoccurring theme of i can't get the right person what am i doing wrong why is it so difficult so Thank you Joe for joining us and hope hopefully by the end of this episode we'll have we'll be clearer on kind of why we're seeing this challenge in the industry right now and maybe some great advice to our listeners of what they can do if they are in a position where they're ready to recruit or they're looking to bring somebody into their business. So Joe let's start by um let, let's really dig into why is it that we're seeing a real challenge in terms of recruitment into private clinics
1: at the moment? Well, I think, Katie, we really need to go back probably three years um, when the challenges properly set in, and that was obviously COVID. Um, You know, as as clinics, we all had to shut down, so we had a very challenging time financially then to start with. Um, And I think that, that that the healthcare workers felt safer in the NHS, um, at that time, and maybe, you know, still feel that safety net of the NHS. So I think that's a problem that we're facing as private clinic owners. Um, on top of COVID, obviously, uh, with that has come cost of living issues, and then more recent cost of living issues. And again, making that 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 leap over into private healthcare, I think might be one that is um, stopping some, um, you know, one to two year um, postgraduate candidates coming out of the NHS and feeling that it's a safe um, leap to come out. So I think that those are definitely issues that we're facing, and we've had a massive migration of staff as well, haven't we? So um, they've, the Brexit has caused a real issue for us with with workers um, generally in healthcare, and so we're seeing a really, really challenged uh, private setting where. We've got lots of um, very well qualified candidates, but possibly not wanting to take the risk of what they see private healthcare might be.
0: Yeah, I think that's really interesting, isn't it? That the perception yeah. of private health care is that
1: it's not it's not stable. It's not secure. Yeah, I think it is a perception, though. So like you, I'm a physio. I've been qualified almost 30 years um, and, you know, I didn't do a leap. Um, immediately from the NHS into private. It was a gradual one um, where I took on a few hours privately. Um, And I think possibly um, the the, the candidates aren't aware of that. I think they might think it's an all or nothing. Um, So that might be something that we we could get the message out to candidates and hopefully, you know, the NHS support this as well, Um, that there is a gradual process where you can, you know, do a few hours outside of your your main job and, and build up your private experience um, at the same time, which is certainly how I did it um, and possibly how you did it, Katie, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, and I think there's, this actually links back to how clinic owners portray themselves in, in our sort of multi-layered visibility strategy. We need to be standing out. We need to be um, building that level of establishment and that uh, our ability to get recommendations and referrals because actually to the outside world, when people are looking for a job, you're absolutely right, Joe. They're looking for safety, they're looking for security more than ever. Yeah. We're seeing in in our clinic, people are looking for the the, the employed roles more than the freelance and self employed roles. Which five five eight years ago, most people in our industry were self employed. Totally,
1: and that was that was the that was the draw. Um, I think then, rather than than, than not. Whereas that I think the tables have turned. I think workforces in all industries now um, are have greater expectations of their employers. There's been a massive shift. Um, You know, we're looking at having to really look at flexible working patterns for um, employees or or associates, and working with that, which I think is absolutely fair enough. But it, you know, it it causes challenges. we're looking at, you know, offering as good as in-service training and mentorship that you might find in, in, you know, an NHS setting or a military setting, for example, where you've got lots of staff around you to support. Um, career progressions, you know, we need to be able to offer these for for staff um, just as much as they 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 get in any other environment. I'm not saying that these are e- easy easy things to overcome, but there are things that we have to face as private clinic owners. And obviously, the smaller the clinic, the greater the challenge. But, you know, there's things that you can do, perhaps with local other um, clinics in the area and team up for CPD, you know, team up if you're also team up to share a locum, team up to share... Um, an associate it happens Uh, i know i was approached um early on when i bought this clinic to share an associate and i I absolutely considered it um because as long as it's you know it's not going to impact on your business then then why not there there are lots of ways around these issues and it's just about exploring them um with with local local practitioners yeah uh,
0: amazing ideas and do you think joe this this kind of links into when we when we're putting our job ads out there um what what things you've mentioned there cpd career progression um you know in service training what things do we need to be putting on our job adverts that are going to mean that those ads perform well for us and we get the right candidates um, actually,
1: applying for. Those I trials. think absolutely those 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 issues that we've just mentioned, or those those attractions that we've just mm-hmm. mentioned, don't assume that your candidate will know that and will go to your website and look up. You know how marvelous you are. You've got to shout out about it on your ad, um, and shout out about it at the at the top at the top of your ad. Um, so your job description is something that um, is really important to get right quickly um, to stand out above others um for your candidates so um we can help with that that's something that i you know we'll go on to that a bit later about how purple berries wants to be involved with these sorts of things and not just um you know an email that gets lost in the ether if if somebody's struggling you know i've you know, we, we, we want to be able to be contactable and, and and i want to be contacted if people are struggling with what to write on their their, their job ads um you know, I've I've talked to lots of employers now um, in private clinics, and and they've asked me these very questions, and so I'm starting to get you know collate these problems and try to to deliver a, a solution for them and offer them you know information about how to how to improve their job adverts and to stand out because we've got to offer these um, benefits um, to the candidates because. Um, that's what they're expecting. You know, they can they can look us up on Glassdoor and they can find out what kind of employers we are. Um, you know, we never had this 10 years ago. So, you know, things are transparent now. Uh, and so we've got to keep abreast of that and ahead of it um, and make sure that, that our candidates know that.
0: Absolutely. And I think this goes back to the confidence in uh, for the business owner. I remember when I was very first running my clinic eight years ago, and I uh, was needing to employ quickly. Uh, you know, we were trying to meet the demand, and I remember writing these job ads, Joe, thinking, "How can I sell myself? I'm I, I'm just me in a clinic in Sheffield. I'm just a yeah. physio. We've got we've got a nice community of people. I've got a really nice bathroom and a great kitchen that people can make a cup of tea in and a toaster, you know. But and it's like, how was I ever gonna? sell what we do and, and really kind of uh, bring that passion out of why why we do what we do why why it's important that we we have our business and you know why we can help our yeah. clients. but it was trying to get that across so that people would read my ad and be like, yes, I also believe
1: that. And I also want, you know, I want to be a part of that. Absolutely. And, you know, there's there's no I don't think there's any issue in putting a link to your website on your job ad so that it goes direct to it. And somebody can can see what 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 you've got to offer Um, there. You can promote, you know, maybe in a video style and say, have an interview with one of your other associates and say, you know, what, what is it that you like about working in the clinic? show the clinic show where you are speak to a patient you know all of these sort of different kind of things you can bring in to attract the right person um to your team because it has to be the right fit for everybody uh so they want to see how how nice it is in your clinic and um you know you want to attract them to to, to start the you know the, the chat from there don't you yeah i, I love that idea joe because that's a great way of kind
0: of you not having to feel like you're selling yourself, but asking other people to really kind of promote why they love being a part of your clinic or, you know, why they attend your clinic. Let them sell it Absolutely. You you. know,
1: word of mouth is is the most powerful um, promotional tool. And we need to be able to make it possibly a little more personal other than just saying, uh, our clients think that, you know, that's that's easy to say. We'll we'll interview them and, you know, make it short and snappy um, and uh, make it real. Yeah. Just that in itself,
0: Joey, is a way that can, can totally transform your your job advert. Yeah. It? Write
1: it as though you're talking to somebody. Um, write it as though, you know, you're, it's your practice. So sell it for why you um, started it. Sell it for why you want somebody else. Sell it for why it's busy um, and people will buy into you.
0: Yeah. And why, why you're a growing business, why you're wanting to take that next step, what that type of person that you're looking for. And do you think, Joe, that when you're writing a job ad, it has to bring
1: out your values as a business owner, oh, well, so that the undoubted. person reading it aligns? Undoubtedly, with that. Uh, and, and I think that's that's the personal note that I'm saying. You know, why are you passionate about your business? Why is it succeeding? Why is it growing? Um, and, and and draw on those things that you know work, um, and that should attract the right people with the right ambition and with the same work ethos and patient care. Um, that you do yeah, you don't you know obviously we're yeah. wanting to attract people that that want to buy into the business um, and and stay in the business and support the business and not move on quickly so you want people that um, you know want to be there and want to be there for a while you know offer them career progressions offer them management structure if they want to start helping in that way you know you there's lots of ways to to retain um, your staff as well as well as as, as you know attract them
0: yeah, and I think that's really important, Joe, isn't it? I know that certainly we had to quickly look at that in our business when we, when we, and I, you know, in total transparency, we didn't have it in, in with employee number one. Right. Absolutely, absolutely didn't, you know. But we quickly needed to get it because we needed to look at. They wanted to know where they were going, and I think um, I get totally mixed up with Gen X, Gen Z, Gen Y, who, whoever the latest people are coming um, yeah. through. Yeah they they, I we are seeing quite a big shift in what's important to them Yeah. and when I was newly qualified and I worked in uh private practice I was very very income driven because I wanted to I wanted to be the best physio I could possibly be but I knew that the more hours I worked the more money I could yeah. make yeah because I, I was working in a, for somebody else in their private practice and actually sort of however many years it is since I was doing that 10 12 years um, it really feels like it shifted yeah, it really that has. people are much more about work-life balance as you've said they're much more about flexible working yeah, patterns
1: yeah. and we've got to move with those times and 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 wholly respect them you know and I I like you I think I was income driven to to, to to begin with but, you know, now I, I work the hours I want to work. Um, I've, I've managed to, I, I, I recruited and have retained a fantastic associate because I, I respect her and I value her. And she has the work-life balance that she wants. Um, and, and you have to be able to provide that nowadays. And it's fair enough, absolutely. It isn't just all about work and money. It's about being valued at work and, it, and it's about what you want to do outside of work as well. Yeah, and I think that value value message is really important isn't it the
0: the the job ad needs to reflect that within your business they will be a valued member of the team and and this is how they will feel like that you
1: know and I think some of the some of the clinics that I come across um uh, in my in my promotion of the of this new website you know the ones that are, are doing well are the ones that shout out about themselves and and say look at how wonderful we are and you know we're not very good at doing that um as British citizens I think generally um and I think we're learning right. we're learning we're on a steep learning curve <laughs> um and it might not feel very natural at first but you know nobody's going to know you're there unless you tell them so um you've got to say this is why we're great um and and, and going back to the Get other people to tell 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 your, your your candidates why you're great as well don't just make it don't just shout out about it yourself because that could become disingenuous
0: absolutely so Joe you are a physio and you have um, created this this brand new business purpleberry jobs yeah. clearly for me because there is a massive massive need for it as an outside person looking into this I'm, I, I came across you didn't I, on LinkedIn we connected through LinkedIn. Yeah. Because I was thinking, Joe has created something that all my clients are struggling with, and th- this is just brilliant. And I wanted to speak to you. So, Joe, what what made you go into per- what made you start Purpleberry Jobs and, and kind of change tact almost from being a physio?
1: Yeah, I, it's, it's from my own personal experience of wanting to build my team um, and maybe take a slightly more back seat in my clinic. Um, which is always a difficult thing to do because you're the one that started it and, and people have bought into you as a physio and so handing them over to another physio is very challenging um, and getting the right person it has been massively challenging for me um, and I've used various um, methods to try and recruit over the years and they've been you know paper journals that we have they've been agencies or I've thought about agencies uh, and they've been other platforms whether they be big or small and um, we have a variety of those online um, and I've found myself um, time and time again getting very frustrated with the process um, I'm not a big clinic and so um, the person that come has you know, that, that I can take on is only going to be given a few hours, and so I've got this challenge of getting somebody local. Um, and you know, what was the point in putting something, you know, out on a national journal where somebody up in Scotland is reading this? So it's very unspecific. Um, so I've really I haven't managed to find that second pair of hands. Well, I did, and then COVID came, and she had to go and get a full time job because she couldn't afford, obviously, not to work. Um, and so I sat down time and time again to write job ads. Either didn't have any replies, or had um, replies from unsuitable candidates. Um, sometimes from overseas people looking for sponsorship and i i hear them i feel for them but that's not something that i can offer um not for 8 hours a week um for example or people that weren't qualified in the skills that i was asking for so I mean, we can't stop these kind of speculative um applications they they're not it's impossible to stop them but we can try to reduce them and that was my aim was to try and create a platform a that was um a multidisciplinary platform. So just try and bring allied health professionals together to make it a, a, a an umbrella platform so that we didn't have to dart here and everywhere. Because a lot of our clinics are multidisciplinary. Um, not that I am, but I, I know that many are. And I thought, wouldn't it be nice if you didn't have to go to four or five different places if you're recruiting for a speech and language therapist and a podiatrist and a physio at the same time? So that was part of the reason for, for that thinking. Um, And I wanted to make it um, a platform where I had clear filters to offer. Because some of my job applications actually didn't even come from physios sometimes, um, I thought, we've got to be able to filter this down a little bit better. Um, It has to be specifically discipline-related. So I made it um, exclusive for HCPC Disciplines plus osteos and chiros because they are regulated. I wanted to make sure that it was a regulated platform of therapies. So I've filtered those those therapies into seven different dis- disciplines. And in those disciplines, I've filtered out NHS and private. So again, we're filtering down. Um, and then filtering even further into banding type or salary type. So if it's banding, obviously that's NHS. But actually some of the bigger clinics use that banding as a guide. Um, so, so you've got that option. Um, or you can just use the, you know, go into the filter of contract type. So rather than have to filter um, or, or have reams of jobs that are all part-time, full-time, evening, weekends, you know, you can filter that down as well Be it be specific. Um, and then we've got region as well. So, you know, if you don't want to have jobs that are based up in the north of England, if you live down in the south of England, um, because if you're not going to relocate, why do you want to have to to, to you know, search for those? So we've got bandit um, regions as well, regions and counties. So you can go southeast and then hone it down to Berkshire. I'm only using those two because that's where I come from. Um, and it's easiest, top of the head. Um, so unlike other platforms you can you can filter like this and you won't get any of the other um, disciplines creeping in because they just can't then it's not possible on the platform for that to happen so I'm not going to name names of any other platforms but some some platforms you can put in a job and actually after the first page you're not in physio you're in psychiatry And, and you know how how time wasting is that for us um, for both the job for the job seeker and um, and obviously for the the job um, uh, the recruiter as well, because they're not the the right the, the, the right candidates aren't seeing the right jobs.
0: Yeah, it just sounds such a wonderful platform, Joe, and I keep thinking of all these all these clients and all these people I've been talking to recently. We're having such a challenge with recruitment, and um, I, I think this is just going to be so useful. So for people listening, um, Joe, to this who are buzzing away, completely destroying their job ads and ripping them
1: up and putting them in the bin because they've realised everything that they're doing yeah. wrong.
0: How how can they connect
1: with you, Joe? if they need some more help with this? Uh, they can contact me directly um, via the website from the contact form. Um, or they can call me as well. So my, my my mobile number, the business mobile number is up there. So I'm not stopping people contacting me. I will do my very best to help. I have helped a couple of clinics write their, their job ads. Um, I'm drawing on experience uh, for myself. And I'm looking at what is making other job ads stand out. So I'm learning as I'm going, um, but I aim to help. So it is struggling, get in contact. Absolutely. Um, One thing I wanted to say as well is that the process of actually uploading your job literally takes five minutes um, because you've got all these filters. It is drop down, drop down list. Oh, it's that one. Oh, it's that one. So you don't have to write reams. You've got drop downs that you can click on. Um, So that I think is really helpful. The other thing I wanted to mention is that that what I've found frustrating with other um, platforms or or, or methods of um, writing ads and getting ads out there is that the pricing structure, um, A, might be a little high, might be a bit of out of reach for some of us smaller clinics. And um, B, um, I think can be rather confusing on some platforms. So I've made mine a one fee and that is what you pay. You don't pay any add-ons or nudges or boosts or features. You place your ad and that's what you spend. Um, and our start off for 30 days is £50 plus fat. You're not going to pay anymore. Um, we make sure that your job won't fall to the bottom of the list. So we put the jobs on a rolling basis. So I know other platforms ask you to pay extra to bump yourself back up to the top of the list. Well, I, don't, I didn't think that was fair for people that happened to have placed their job 28 days ago. Why should that happen? So I made it a, a rolling feature. And that was something that... I worked with the web designer um, with um, time and time again because he, he he found it difficult to do and he and but I, that was something that was very important for me to make it fair, fair and transparent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want you know I, don't, I just do not want any gimmicks and I didn't want any 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 surprises for anybody. Yes,
0: and I think that really solves problems that our our industry are facing in terms of complicated ways of of advertising using platforms that, that don't work for them, that are expensive, that have all of these hidden extras that you've got to end up pay, pay, paying. And, and a lot, as you've said, a lot of people haven't got the budget yeah. to go and spend huge amounts of money, um, to, to but they need to find that right person. And I, one of my favourite sayings that I've talked to my clients all about is about hiring slowly and firing quickly. So when you are thinking about hiring you know, you need to give yourself that time to write a, a good, effective uh, job ad. You need to work with somebody like you, Joe, and, and publish it so that you're not you're not in this kind of rat race to get the wrong person in, and you're making those decisions too quickly. It needs to be a nice um, sort of planned
1: process, doesn't it? I think so. And you know, as as the reputation grows, hopefully this year. Um, so, so it grows for the, for the quality candidates as well as the recruiters as well, so that the candidates know that actually the jobs that they're going for are with clinic owners and clinics that that, that really want to look after them, and, and vice versa, that the clinic owners know that these candidates are professional, they're going to do their job well, and they're going to value their patients um and if we can build on this reputation then we're going to link these two parties together seamlessly uh, without any middlemen um you know taking a cut uh, it wasn't about that it was about making the process simple and clean and and easy and transparent yeah for both parties
0: joe so it's it's brilliant and i as i knew as soon as i saw you on linkedin that i wanted to connect because i feel like what comes across is the you're your kind of real need to want to solve a big problem that's out there from experience, yeah. but also you've developed this product, which is, you know, incredible for people in our industry who are really struggling right now with recruitment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so underneath uh, this episode, Joe, we're going to have all the show notes and they're going to be uh, links in there about how people can connect with you and reach out to you. Yeah.
1: Lovely,
0: Joe, thank you so much thank you so for much. coming in and speaking to me today. It's been wonderful to chat and I hope everybody listening to this gets behind Purpleberry Jobs and really supports you in the quest to solve this problem with recruitment that's in our industry um, and just make sure that we're getting the right people and we're really push- putting ourselves out there and standing
1: out in the world of recruitment. Yeah, absolutely. Here's to 2023. <laughs> Thanks so much, Katie. Thank you, Joe.
0: Thank you for listening to Treat Your Business with Katie Bell, the podcast that tells you what you really need to hear and know when it comes to running a successful business in the health and wellness industry that gives you the time, money and freedom you are wanting. For access to our free workshops on how to get more clients in your business, how to make more income in the next 30 days and to get more time back in your business and life, head to our free Facebook group today, Treat Your Business or head over to thrive-businesscoaching.com. All of the links are available in the show notes.